Boom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. It's time to get impacted for the wise deflector. That's right, baby. It's time to get (laughs) impactors for the wise deflector. And today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Eons Confer, and they've got a new album called Zero Elysium, which was released on September 11th. And right now, I'm being joined by Alex to share some more information about a couple of tracks, Impactors, Wise Deflector, this album, Zero Elysium, what the, the, the gang has been up to this year, how he is, you know, personally, how he likes his macaroni and cheese. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Hi, Gabriel. Hi. Hi. There it is. Uh, quick question then, since we we mentioned mac and cheese, I I was told that <laughs> mac and cheese is a Dutch invention. Granted, I don't know of any too many like Germans, Dutch, Austrians who who eat uh, mac and cheese. I know of Spätzle, but other than that, is mac and cheese like a thing in Hamburg? Mm, not that much. <laughs> no, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I mean, we we're in the northern Germany. We are not that much into cheese. Like, <laughs> we don't have any mountains. It's very flat around here. We had a lot of water around here, so there's not much cheese going on here. <laughs> oh no. Mm. <laughs> actually, Buzikese is one of my favorite cheeses in the whole wide world. Oh, okay. Where does Budakese come from? Budakese. Questions are really dis- difficult to answer. <laughs> very difficult. Very difficult answer. I'm sorry. Dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sweet. Okay. Well, let's go move into some questions that are not difficult to answer. Uh, based on the write-up of what I have from yeah. across my desk about Zero Elysium is uh, a couple things. Number one, entirely self. Produced, and then the second thing is that it is uh, a story, a, a concept yeah, album. That's that's true. That's true. It's actually it's our second album, and the first was an, a concept album as well. I don't know why we started doing concepts in the first place, but it just kind of stuck. And we had fun doing those, and just plunging deep into work and doing coming up with stories and. Yeah, it just happened to be that way. And so the second album was a concept album as well. Is it a continuation from the first album or is it a different story altogether? It's a different story. It's a different story. I mean, um, we, we have an overall theme with the band. It's all like the, the science fiction stuff we are really into and cosmic things and stuff like that. But I, I wouldn't say that the second one is really a continuation of the first one. The first one was about the Saturn and how the Saturn would uh, influence life all over the place. And the second one is like your typical metal topic uh, overall destruction of the earth <laughs> so <laughs> there you go okay overall destruction of the earth we're getting <laughs> we're moving in the right direction here so <laughs> did you guys is this like a prediction album you guys predicted what was going to happen in 2020 and you know the subsequent uh, maybe it is i mean uh you always have, I mean, maybe you read something of the, about the 
of the liner notes and stuff, and that you have asteroids coming towards Earth and crashing onto the Earth's surface uh, more often than you think, and those things are getting larger when they come across space and <laughs> heading towards Earth, so maybe one day there will be a very, very big one, and might not that much of a joy <laughs> to have that one crashing into Earth. We'll see. I don't know. The dinosaurs had a good time when it happened to them. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so then it's not a viral pandemic and a political breakdown. No, no, no. Yeah, something significantly more, I don't know, spacey than that. Yeah, Yeah, we we love space things. Everything spacey and sci-fi related is something we're really into, all of us. So it just makes sense to to do something like that. The covering name. Email confirmation. What is okay. that called? We're in the middle the of an interview. I understand. We're in the middle of an interview, though, so I will answer that question afterwards, okay? Okay. Yeah, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, Gabriel had a question for me. Um, okay, cool. So what is this story, then? Is it, I mean, just a song about... Okay, so I get Impactors. Impactors is a fancy name for these space projectiles yes uh, right and then wise deflector is is like a giant gnome and he's got shields and he's wise and he's deflecting them uh, actually actually um throughout the album you you get like a protagonist a, a person who knows about all this nemesis which is coming out of space and he plans or tries saving Earth by using technology and trying to build shields around Earth. And um, that's basically the deflector shield he's trying to build up in, in order to save everything. So it's, it's, it's a little bit of a crazy story. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, take, a, take us through this story. Is it an arc? Does it start at track one and then explode at track five at plasmoid and then at, at track 10 pandemonium we have well with pandemonium it wouldn't be a uh, diminuendo it would be a crescendo mm. uh, right right that's true <laughs> right it, it start it starts really with with all those projectiles crashing into earth and the guy figuring out that there's something going on which he needs to act upon and tries to build technology, first of all, trying to save Earth itself, and later on, there's no chance in doing so, so he has to, like, try to escape everything and get off Earth as quickly as possible. So that's basically it in a nutshell, (laughs) before everything just falls apart. Right, okay, now... Is this like a Noah and his Ark? Is he trying to get other people, or is it just him by himself? At first, he tries to save Earth and everyone, but it just doesn't work out. So what do you do? You try to save yourself in the end. And so it's a, maybe it's a little bit like Noah, but he can't... With the technology he's developing throughout the story, he's not able to take anyone with him. So... He has to go by himself in the end. Okay. <laughs> and then what happens? 
Where, where does he go? What does he do? I need to know. Uh, it's, a, it's a cliffhanger, yeah. Alex. Uh, so so there, there you go. Maybe, maybe now we should do the continuation with the third album and see where he's, where he's heading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I completely agree. It'll be uh, Zero Elysium 2. And, uh, maybe. You know, yeah. Actually, we're already working on the third album. So, <laughs> since everything has been locked down, uh, there's not much chance to go anywhere on stage right now. So, we're just making the best out of our time. And we're already doing some new songs and preparing a new album. So, let's see. Maybe we have a part two coming around. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings me to my next yeah, logical, sequential question. Because you mentioned... Well, hey, we've got coronavirus going on. There's not much we can do other than, you know, write songs. So how has this year gone for you guys? Were you always going to release the record in September? Was that pushed out? Uh, no, it was actually released in, in November uh, 29th, uh, 2019. And obviously we, we were planning to do a tour throughout Europe this year. And um, starting maybe just around August, September. And, um, so we were planning this at the beginning of this year, but then as we were in the final stages, reaching out to all the promoters and uh, venues, everything got locked down. So we we had to break, uh, we had a hard break there and just sat there, and which is really a shame because we couldn't promote the album like we wanted to because uh, sales were going well, people were interested, and we just wanted to get those things we did for the last three years. We prepared this album for three three years straight and just wanted to get this thing on stage and perform that. And obviously, Corona just came across, and so here we are. (laughs) And... It's it's really a shame. It's really a shame, though, and I'm really waiting for that moment when we can get back on stage and perform all the new songs and just show what what we did with this album. So the year was like, I mean, it's it's really like like a hiatus, so to speak, because you can't do what you wanted to. And um, yeah, so we were really happy with the re- feedback we got from the album because everything's self-produced. We did everything by ourselves from the music to the production of it, the artwork, everything was done by all own hands. So obviously as, as artists and musicians, you want to get out, out there, out there on stage and perform all this. We have a light show ready. We have everything ready. We have a stage show ready. So we're just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned that everything was done by you guys. And my next question then is, does that include mixing and mastering the record? Yeah, everything we did by by ourselves. And with the last album, we um, also produced it ourselves, but we gave we gave away mastering at first, and, and I think mixing too, I, I can't remember right now. Um, but we were unhappy with the results, and uh, so 
we just took it back and did everything by ourselves then. And with this album, with Zero, we just said from the beginning, we will keep everything in, in our own hands and do it by ourselves again. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds phenomenal. Do you mind asking what you guys did? I mean, did you go into a studio? Do you guys own the studio? Was it recorded at home? How did you guys yeah. make it sound so professional? Thank you very much. <laughs> um, actually, we, our rehearsal space is more like a rehearsal studio, so we have everything we need um, in terms of equipment and to record professionally. Um, our other guitarist is a sound engineer by profession. Um, he worked in studios for years, so he knows uh, his thing. He knows how to, do, to deal with that. And parts were recorded at home, parts in, in the studio, in our rehearsal studio, so to speak. And then we just put it together. Just like that, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, now something you mentioned uh, in there was playing shows. Now, with regard to the music videos that I see, they look like live shows. So is this something that you guys did for the songs to kind of make it look like you're playing live? Or I guess what went into the decision to make the music videos the way that they are? I mean, um, actually, we are planning on doing a music video for every song we have on the album. Uh, so there's still a lot of work to do. And... W yeah, what you see, that uh, all the light show things and we have stuff that is going on there. It, it's, it should look like a live show, really, because actually in this point of time you can't do a live show, so why don't do the second best thing and put something on YouTube to have at least a slight feeling of witnessing a live show. So that's maybe <laughs> the call, the reason why we did that the way we did. Um, we have still tons of material, video material left to to do further music videos. Actually, we also did um, some acting stuff, <laughs> trying to recreate the story we were telling on the album. Uh, so maybe we'll, with future videos we will be able to put some of those things in there as well to have more like a story story-like telling in, in one of those videos so we'll see about that okay so then the music videos that i'm looking at now they're not necessarily temporary but there's a plan to introduce something more cinematic hopefully Hopefully, it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time <coughs> and also money. Sorry, um, because also we're doing everything ourselves again, <laughs> so it, it, it's time consuming. Um, but w as I said, we have lots of stuff left on on the hard drives um, to to have a little bit more storytelling in future videos. So I, I can't tell you exactly what's will be coming out of it, but uh, we're working on it. Okay. Maybe you get this question a lot. I'm curious. Why the... And it's kind of a silly question, kind of not. Why the DIY approach? <sighs> it's it's not silly, actually. It's not silly. And yes, the, <laughs> we get asked that a lot. Um, 
we had opportunities to work with professional labels. We did. and But the office we got up to now may, may be changed in the future. The, the offers we got up to now were n- not that good. I, I have to, to be polite here. <laughs> we're not that... <laughs> yeah, he got it. That's how I know you're from Hamburg. You're being polite. If you were from Berlin, I would have heard it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, there were not good offers, so why should you give away something you worked on so hard if the per- the, uh, the other side and your, or your business partner uh, wouldn't put in the same amount and, uh, and of love and effort into it. Um, it just happened to be that way that we kind of kept it to ourselves and tried to do everything by ourselves. Um, the problem is with, when you do everything by yourself is it takes so much time away from actually playing music what you what you're actually as a musician you want to play music in the first place uh, but since you have so much stuff you have to do around it uh, like preparing the artwork and doing the website and cutting a video and, and stuff like that and uh, doing the finances uh, it's it's really time consuming and Maybe at some point in time we will be able to give away some of those things and concentrate on music itself. But it worked so well up to now, you know, John? It worked so well. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the thing I'm getting at is it, it's evident that you guys have the skills to do everything that you mentioned. The music videos, the graphics, uh, the merchandise, the website, uh, you, you know. You guys, the production, the mixing, the mastering, you guys can do it. It's just you you could produce music so much faster if you just let those things go. Yeah, obviously, obviously. But you have to also have to find the right people to do it. You have to find the right people where, where you could connect in, in a certain certain way. We want to connect with those people and um, just didn't work out in the past with all the partnerships we had so mm-hmm. never say never say never never say never john but right now <laughs> it works best the way it is for us i like the picture of you guys i'm on your twitter right now and i like the oh. picture yeah i like the picture of you guys where you're making like a conical shape and you're looking at the yeah. camera and you're like all right yeah. guys clench your fists all of you at once clench your fists look angry <laughs> look mad Urgh. Yeah, and then it, then the shuttle may click, and afterwards everyone's laughing their asses off. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> so, who took that picture? Was it on a tripod so that you guys could do it yourselves? No, actually, that one was done by another person. Actually, oh, no. that, that one, yeah, yeah, we gave away something. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sleep for nights. So. Because we didn't take the pictures for ourselves. <laughs> there was zero Elysium after that, baby. I mean, it yeah, was... definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, and the thing is, I'm looking at the comments uh, on YouTube, and it seems like everybody's liking it. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, endlich, endlich, wieder Nachschub und zwar, wie man's von euch gewohnt ist, musikalisch, whatever. Um, that was speak- very Austrian German. <laughs> it was Austrian German. 
Terrible. Oh, it sounds sound very Austrian. Gefällt mir <laughs> weiter so. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Not Die that Platz bad. Ja, Weiner ist mega so. war ich ein bisschen enttäuscht, aber nicht uh, eins, zwei, how do you say ten? Sie, zen? Zen? No. Can't remember. How do you say ten? Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. Zehn. Zehn. Yeah? Zehn. Ten is zehn. Zehn. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, you guys are hitting up the German audience, which is cool. I think I saw Spanish in here somewhere, and somebody uh, from Mexico, I think, was saying that you guys did a good job. Oh, yeah, here it is. Saludos desde México. Su álbum es extremadamente brutal. Extremely brutal. Tenemos. Yo y mis hermanos años siguendos sigan así. Felicidades. So, he's having a good time listening to your stuff. And that was an, also an Austrian accent from my Spanish. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so, people, people are digging. You're getting a good response, it looks like. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, actually, from all over the world. The first, the first purchase of our new album was from Japan. It was the first order we got was from Japan. Then the second one was also from Japan. Third one was from Russia. And then it just went all over the globe. <laughs> so we're getting we're getting emails and responses from everywhere, basically, which is awesome. How did that feel when you finally got the the record out and surreal. the first yeah the first very order surreal. comes in? Yeah, for for very surreal because actually you 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 put some so much work and effort in it. And it comes out, and you, you're sitting there, and just, so know what? No, last three years I was spending all my free and spare time on this, and blood, sweat, and tears, so to speak. And then it's out, and all of a sudden you get the first emails from Japan saying, "I want your new album. It's it's cool." And then you get an email from Canada, and you get an email from the U.S. and from all. All places, uh, which it's totally surreal, <laughs> and it's great. It's great it's not that your neighbor is buying it and your best friend is buying it, but actually people are digging it, which you have no relation to at all. That's a great feeling, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess with regards to today's interview, because the whole album is a concept album, it's a story. What was it about Impactors and Wise Deflector that you wanted to chat about today, specifically with those two tracks? Uh, I mean, Impactors is the first song. It's the opener of the album, and it's, it's a really fast song, and I love it to death. It's I really like it. It was a pain in the ass recording it because it's it was it's a really fast song. Um, it's also the I think it's the first music video we did, we did for the album. I I think so. So I really love that song because it's 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 the band in the nutshell and everything's in there. You got this symphonic stuff, you got the brutal stuff, the fast stuff there, and the intense stuff, and you also got melodies in there. I, I love that song. It's so cool. And Wise Deflector also is a song that I really love because we we have like also this guitar solo sections and stuff like that going on. And uh, I mean, I, I I'm involved in this. <laughs> I can I could pick every song and tell you how much I love it, because uh, our hearts are in all into 
inside all those songs and I, you could pick any song and I, I would tell you I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Unconditional love, just how we started the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true, that's true. It was all so right. much fun creating it. It was so... It was a intense process. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, but it was it was so worth it and we're so happy with the results and Impactors is I have to say one of my dearest songs we had. When I imagine you guys are able to keep each other in check so that you're not sitting there re-recording things too many times or something. You know, like once you guys have the good take. I'm sure you guys are good enough with each other to say, no, Alex, that was a really good take. I don't think you need to redo that. Let's move on. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it comes to recording and stuff like that, I, I hate recording, if I'm totally honest with you, because I've liked this red light syndrome. You hit the record button, and then you, I, I just want to have the perfect take. And it wasn't perfect to me. I had to do it again. And I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And I do it 30 times. And then the other guy say, I think it's enough right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we keep each other in check sometimes because something you are too much of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Well, in all the years I've known you, Alex, I think I think you can you can chill out on the perfectionism there a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try, I try. I'll, I I work on myself. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. So we have chatted about uh, the album. We have a couple of tracks. Uh, the album release. How the year has affected everything. Um, so you guys are in the works of some new material. Uh, yeah. Is is there anything that I did not ask about that you wanted to mention? <laughs> Well, I think I think we're fine right now. <laughs> okay. Well, then that works. I think. That works wonderfully. Then, uh, then thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> and you too, Gabriel. He says, "And you too, Gabriel." Thanks, thanks, Alex. Yeah, thank you too. Okay, go ahead, stop, please, sweetie. Stop, stop, stop. 